What's up, everybody? This is Zeus McClurkin of the world-famous Harlem Globetrotters. It's now time for the latest Arena Guy Backstage Pass podcast with Gary, the Arena Guy, and Dave Rettelberger. It's going to be a slam dunk. Let's start this game. All right, Dave Ruttleberger. Woo! We are back. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a little while. Podcast number 11. Here we go. Wow, All that's right. fast. Yeah, time has kind of flown. I can't believe it's been, uh, we've done 10 previous podcasts. I will tell you, though, our last podcast was a lot of fun with Boxer. Yeah, you, we, we had a blast. With it. We had a blast, and it was our first YouTube one. It really was. Well, it was our first YouTube with video. Right, yes. Before that, we were on YouTube, but it was just audio, so... It, it's cool to be on YouTube. <laughs> so Boxer was a lot of fun. Uh, he's just the best. He's a, he's a really good guy. Boxer from COL. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to check it out, that podcast still available wherever you get your podcast from. And ironically enough, Boxer is the host of a show called The Boxer Show. Ah, uh, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> so we had such a good time recording uh, the last uh, Arena Guy Backstage Pass podcast that Boxer even gave us a shout out on WCOL oh, that really? afternoon. Yeah. Let's, let's hear what he had to say. is number one for New Country, 92.3 WCOL. Finally, we're into the weekend. A big shout-out to my good buddy, Gary O'Brien, the arena guy. Such a fun time taping the podcast today. I can't wait to hear it. Have a great weekend. Also, TJ2, thanks for all your work, and Dave Ruttleberger. So there we go. He's a good guy. Good guy. Shut up. That's cool. <laughs> but I will tell you, when you see this on YouTube, you will see a close-up of my car radio. Okay. Uh, and I was sitting in the car for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Starting it. You had your own radio show for years and years, and yet you still wait for two hours to hear him on the radio. Yeah, because you don't know when. Yeah, yeah. He said he might give us a shout out, and I was hoping that he would. And so but at the start of every song, like the end of a song, I'd start it started. Get the transition. Then it went. On my phone, I have like 40 or 50 partial. Spot, uh, I remember doing that with like a, with like a tape yeah. deck back in the day, yeah. Say, Trying to record your, your favorite song on the radio, yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah for and sure. I wanted to do a nicely framed close up of the radio because now that we're on YouTube, and we have the visual element as yes, well, sure. I just didn't want to have it, you know, at the roof of my car or something. <laughs> Very so, nice. so anyway, Boxer, thank you so much, and and Boxer, he can come back anytime. Absolutely. I am so excited about today's show. We've got uh, two guys who are good friends. We've been trying to put this one together for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Schottenstein Center, good friends of Nationwide Arena, good friends of the Arena Guy, good friends of us. For and years, for, years and years. For years. And I've been here seven years, and we met pretty right close. Right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, these guys are a great team. Occasionally, you guys work <laughs> with, with others, but Never. I couldn't even imagine you guys being on here without the other. Yeah. I get paid to work with him, so, yeah. you know, that's... <laughs> yeah, he puts up with me. <laughs> I know uh, Mondays and Tuesdays you have a day, you have I, some time yes. off. I'm yeah. happy to announce, Dave, I did some, uh, some math, and I'm not really great at math, okay. but between the four of us here, we collectively have eight Emmy Awards. Wow, I had no idea. Wow, that I'm is happy, awesome. I'm happy to introduce, <laughs> I call them the Batman and Robin of Columbus <laughs> TV, Edwin Wilson, Cameraman extraordinaire and Cameron mm -hmm. Fontana. Oh, good to be here, yeah. man. Uh, uh, excuse me, Gary. The arena guy. Uh, arena guy. <laughs> <laughs> you said there'd be tacos. I don't yeah. see any tacos. No, Let's see how you do. No, no two hundred fifty thousand dollars swag bag either. Oh, I do, I do want to rewind because this is that was the coolest podcast intro 
that I've ever been on. Now, mind you, I've been on two podcasts. <laughs> the music and everything, I'm like, yeah, sweet. yeah, all right. It cool. feels like it feels like the arena guy. Yeah, <laughs> very good. So we're going to talk about a lot of things yeah. today. We'll talk about uh, what you guys, how you guys work together, and 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 some of the cool stuff that you do. We'll yeah. talk about American Idol debuting. Yes, I mean you've been involved with Idol for the past couple of years yeah. and know a lot of the behind the scenes, and it premieres coming up on the 16th of. February. Yeah, coming up so soon. we'll do that. We'll have a lot of fun. Maybe we'll talk about some of the shows that you've uh, uh, experienced here at the Shot and Nationwide Arena as well. Also, want to mention before we get started that we have a ticket giveaway, Dave. We oh, we do a family four pack Ooh. for the Cinch. Uh, world's toughest rodeo. Oh. Always fun. Always oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. Coming up on February 22nd at Nationwide Arena. Can we enter that? Uh, uh, no, you'll probably be there. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been trying to get on one of those bulls for like six years now. And they, they keep going back and forth. One year they're like, yeah, we can get you next year. The yeah. next year comes, they're like, eh, yeah. Don't yeah. Know. <laughs> it's really funny. So it's really simple to win these tickets, and I'll tell you how coming up. Yeah, So absolutely. just listen to a little bit. There you go. And uh, and then it'll be hooked, and then we'll give you uh, the uh, instructions, the, the information on how you can win four tickets to see the world's toughest rodeo. And, of course, because it's the Backstage Pass podcast, we're going to take you backstage on some of the shows that have happened recently here at the, the uh, Schottenstein Center where we're at today and also Nationwide Arena, and then talk about some great upcoming stuff too. Absolutely. So let's start there. We've got uh, uh, two guys here who see a lot of shows. Yeah and do a lot of the advanced uh, publicity, and you do a lot of really cool segments here. Both of you, for years. It's so much fun working with you guys. Um, Edwin, you were recently at a Celine Dion show. I was. <laughs> I was. Are you and a big Celine Dion fan? I am. I, I just, her voice is, you know, hearing it on the radio, and then you go see her in person. Yeah. It's just... Did you wow. notice uh, the arena guy gave you a Celine I, Dion? I saw that. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, for Celine Dion, it was really kind of cool. Uh, they hosted a bunch of people from Good Day Columbus, some of my friends mm -hmm. at uh, ABC Fox, and uh, and you in a suite for the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was there was, let's see, Sean Ireland was there. And Jessica, Jessica yeah. was there. Name yeah. dropper. Yeah, <laughs> Sean. Jessica Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Kelly. Phil Kelly. Kurt yeah. Ludlow. I will say, I got a text message during that show that yeah. said guess who the loudest crier is here oh. in the suite so sitting and, next to you and i and i couldn't <laughs> even get it i was like edwin they're like yep well <laughs> i have to, I, let me let me preface yeah it. there's a good reason there's a really it. good yeah. reason why because my mom told me uh probably 10 15 years ago that she wanted a specific song played at her funeral yeah. And it's a Celine Dion song called "Because You Love Me." Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, when she started singing that, it just—I mean, yeah, it was, sure, it hits you, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's nothing I could that. have done about it. Yeah, no thankfully that. your mom is still with it. Oh, yes. she is. Yes. yes. Hi, mom. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> so after the concert, the arena guy was up with the arena guy mm -hmm. Mike, and uh, talked to you guys. And uh, here's a little bit of the fun we had in the oh, suite no. <laughs> oh. after the concert. The arena guy here at the Schottenstein Center. Celine Dion just went off the stage after an amazing show. I'm with my good friends from Good Day Columbus. Did you guys, did you guys have a good time? Yes! So first, I want to talk to Edwin, cameraman extraordinaire. We're all here because this was this show was on your bucket list. Tell me what you thought. Indescribable. Absolutely. She cried buckets. I cried buckets. Yes, I did. Man, 
what a voice. What a voice. So we're going to go real quickly, real quickly down the line and get everyone's thoughts. Jeremy Edwards. singers <laughs> sounds like somebody died <laughs> that was too much fun uh and uh, cam i had the the great pleasure oh. of watching john mayer oh with you and your gosh. wife yeah and wasn't that a dave that was we've seen john mayer john mayer times. always blows me away yeah. with what a great live show he puts on and yeah. that was like a bucket list there's two or three concerts in my lifetime that i'm like I hadn't been to yet, and the one at the top of the list was John Mayer, especially with his like recent resurgence. Yeah, I mean, such a creative guy on social media. He's got his Instagram story show. Like at intermission. Yeah, the intermission. He went live on Instagram. Yeah, which made it so special. And the fact that he was doing two shows in one. I mean, you remember we were sitting there and just you can't describe the power that he's able to use that guitar and not necessarily shred, which he can, like thinking like metal or rock, but the way he plays and seeing it live is so different than watching the hundreds of YouTube videos that and I've seen of him. what I like about his show too is, whether you know the song or not, exactly. you don't have to know the song at all to be like blown away. Like yep. it's one of those songs, you can hear a song for the first time and it just, it's awesome. It's a, it's a great show. It's actually very true because he, he really didn't sing very many of his hits. Right. Yeah. So, but you're just mesmerized yeah. by his incredible talent. And there, there was a fun thing that happened during that show, too, remember? Oh, the... Uh, we, we, we both got, yep, our, yep, got, we our, got our phones out right away. Out. Yep, 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 yep. What happened? Uh, so there was a guy in the crowd with a sign that said, hey, my wife's pregnant. Will you do our gender reveal? And John Mayer <laughs> sees the sign, pulls this couple up on stage, and... and this is what happened. Oh, yes. I get too hyper-woke about this. I, I, this is from Seven Hills Women's Health Centers. This is... <laughs> the future... His face when he reads it, take note of it right here. Okay. It's so funny. I'm going to take a look at it. Right here. Now I'm going to have to figure out a... He does like this side look like, <laughs> I know. And you don't. <laughs> So at this point, you're like, is it a boy? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, where are you going with this, John? Because the song is daughters. <laughs> right. 
That's cute. So creative. He was a little devilish there because yeah. he was singing daughters. Yes. So that that was really uh, that was a fun. And oh. and, and uh, you recently were at uh, uh, Disney on Ice. Yes. With with your daughter. Oh, with Chanel. Your wife and, and Chanel. Mm -hmm. And she kind of. I imagine she was mesmerized. She was. Anytime she saw Mickey and Minnie, like that was her thing. Because she hasn't seen all the Disney movies, like the newer ones she has, Moana, Frozen, yeah. and all that. But Aladdin came out, and Kena looked at each other like, oh, she hasn't seen Aladdin yet. So she puts her hands together. Like she's studying <laughs> what's going on on the ice. Kind of like, I don't recognize you, but you're with my friends. And then the second Mickey and Minnie would kind of like pop out in the corner, not even being center stage, she'd go, Mickey, Minnie! That's over there great. to the right, but... That, uh, we saw Jurassic World. She oh, yeah. went crazy over the dinosaurs. It's insane to see the types of shows that you're able to do here. It's not just like music, right. but Jurassic World, Columbus being like a great market to launch in front of the country. Yeah, uh, that's the one thing that I really love about this job is the diversity of programming. Yeah, you get to see so many things that you might never see. John Mayer is a great example of that. Yeah. I, you know, okay, I know a couple of hits, and then you see him live, and you go, oh wow, that is a great show. But but Disney and Ice was fun this year because uh, it's it's always neat to see what the kids react yeah. to. Yeah. And this year when when Maui from Moana came yes. out, I thought that was probably the biggest reaction of the night. When yep. and it's just neat over the course of time. You know, obviously everybody's got their favorite Disney movie, whether it's Beauty right. and the Beast or Aladdin or Little Mermaid, but uh, for a lot of these kids, it's uh, it's it's Moana, yeah. and uh, it just just the energy there with the kids, and they're so excited. It's, and it's, they I, put fire on the ice. They did. Like, they I was lit, asking they them behind the, the scenes. Fire. I'm like, how'd you guys do that? They're like, well, we have this chemical that makes it. Like, that was crazy awesome. Yeah. I hadn't seen that before yeah. at, at, uh, at pretty much anything. Whoa. <laughs> you don't light ice on fire very yeah. often. Disney magic, though. Yeah. Disney absolutely. magic, yeah. for sure. <laughs> So uh, b before we get into uh, a little bit more on uh, Cam and Edwin and their what what makes their association magical, yes. let's let's do <laughs> touch on a couple of uh, shows that have occurred recently. You know, we just had Jeff Dunham here again yeah. uh, last month, and and. Jeff always draws a. I mean, he's one of those guys who. But they're on a first name basis. How yeah, many times has he come, come to Columbus, right? Well, I've been here seven years. And I think this is his third or fourth time. Yeah, at least at the third arenas alone, yeah, right? Yeah. And so uh, he draws such a huge crowd. We're one of the biggest stops on the tour, and uh, just the reaction that he gets uh, year after year with uh, with that. And he's so honest and open. You know, he's got obviously he's got his act that he does, but he does a lot of stuff that he just talks about. Um, you know, off the cuff and tells real those, those real stories, and it really connects with the audience. And backstage, a lot of times we post pictures with the artists. We meet backstage. Mm -hmm. We're giving them some kind of gift, and you know, you have one of those. It's a handshake, and it's a smile, and it's a hey, great to have you here in Columbus, and that's yeah. it. But Jeff Dunham, I mean, he had a lot to say, right? He did have a lot to say, and we'll show that picture up here too. Uh, Dave and his gang, they put together these giant welcome signs now. Welcome to Columbus. Oh, nice. And there's, oh, there's cool. a, you guys posted that, didn't you? Yeah. I think, yeah, I've seen it on social media. Yeah, and to see they're here at the shot, it's a, they're, they're big faces above yeah. the Schottenstein Center at Nationwide. It's, it's there, downtown or whatever. And he was so impressed with that. He, he shot a, a photo in front of it. But he is building a warehouse in California. And he, was, he spent like 20 minutes trying to figure out with his manager how they could fit those <laughs> giant signs on the airplane because he said, this is iconic. This yeah. needs to be in my warehouse. And uh, kind of determined that they're not going to fit on the plane. So uh, Dave uh, got them the uh, artwork, and they're creating their own. Oh, so Columbus cool. will nice. be inside his warehouse, which is just kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Uh, Alan Jackson did the same thing. He took it, uh, his big sign, and he's got a karaoke bar uh, in the Music nice. Row section in Nashville. 
and it's in there apparently. That is sweet. So. Katy Perry's mom took one right off the wall. Oh, she did. Oh, she's did like, she? And it was huge. And she's like, I gotta take this back with us because I think it's just so cool. I heard so. she is the sweetest woman. Katy Perry's dad. mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Katy Perry too. But I have a friend who knows uh, her dad um, and has visited them a couple times in California. Just her parents are just. You know, it is Too neat fine. over the course. I'm sorry, I'm going off a tangent, but yeah, on that note. That's what we do. A lot of yeah. times with these artists, their parents are here, yeah. right? So, cool. so Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift's mom and we dad, know you know, um, uh, who heavily featured in a new documentary on Netflix, yeah. uh, are here. And they, it's when you're talking to them, or, or Scotty McCreary, right, who's opening oh, up. Yeah. Uh, it's coming up uh, soon. Uh, show, right? I'll tell you about him in a little bit. Another idol. But I remember talking to his mom, you know, right after he won Idol, and had that conversation of, this was your son, right? This is just a kid that you, you took to t-ball practice, and now he is headlining in an arena stage. You know, a year later, what is that like as a parent? And you know, uh, you know, you as a parent, yeah. you know, can can identify with, you know, what that's got to be like for just this to be your kid, and all of a sudden for them to be a, to be a superstar. Yeah. So uh, Jeff Dunham, uh, he, he of course, you know, the, probably the question that I get asked the most, and I never answer it, yeah. is, who is the the worst entertainer <laughs> oh, to deal with. Right, yeah, he's, the answer, who's the yeah. he's the diva, he's the diva. And I'd never answer that because for somebody, it's their favorite yeah. artist, or it was an right. anniversary, or a birthday, or they wanted to, uh, I, I, I might share it off mic, or off <laughs> right, camera, as yeah, right. Edwin and I have done, yeah. and Dave and I do, have, but, uh, yeah. uh, so Edwin knows some of the stories, but yes. publicly, you don't want to ruin somebody's exactly. uh, good time, yeah. really, by... What did Laura Dern say last night at the Oscars, right? The, she said, you know, they tell you never to meet your heroes. Yeah. yeah. You know, right? Oh, I love that, and then to, to say that her heroes were her, her mom parents. and dad. Yeah, that was so said, cool. Oh, that gave me chills, because yeah. yeah. that was so genuine, and mm -hmm. it was so real, and then to see was her mother... Just, yeah, uh, really appreciating that. We really are going all over the place, aren't we? I love it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jeff Dunham uh, wanted to know, and uh, I see, I gave a name, and then he said, "Oh, I've been hearing everywhere else it's somebody else. Everyone's dying now. I shouldn't have said it because everyone's I'm dying to know." So funny. But, I missed uh, that part. Yeah, even entertainers want to know who is hard <laughs> to deal with. How and about this question? Who was the most surprisingly? cool, down to earth, and I'm not even saying surprising that they weren't a diva, but just surprising like, wow, you should be up here, not even being a diva, but you just yeah. how, how big you are. Who is you know the who it is for, for me, and, and you can chime in, you yeah, might sure. agree yeah. with me, but I think it might be Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's, that was the first name that popped to mind for me. Because really? she's such a, she's a star above star. She's, she's, a, she's mega a mega star, star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and when she meets her fans, she is super nice. And when she met yeah. us, we met her a few times. She yeah. is super, super nice. Well, she's gone through an awful lot of things on uh, social media where she will surprise a yeah. fan yeah, and I give know. them this or She's that. so good at it. Yeah, when you see her is. talk to people, uh, you know, uh, watching her talk to fans like on a one-on-one -on -one basis, and she really does, you know, make the eye contact mm -hmm. or I've seen her you know get down on her knees and talk to children backstage you know and, yeah. and to make sure that it's not just a quick picture she's really kind of got that moment with them and she's she, very she, she understands how big it is for them yeah. and so she tries to really give them That's that, cool that for now. it's Great very moment. hard to meet her but if you get through all that yeah, yeah. she's very very, very it's rightfully I mean and you get that big well Ooh. she has security that's probably greater than any presidential candidate wow. that's come to the buildings yeah. I mean she she's uh, very well protected as she should be right and uh, she's pretty awesome I want to mention too Andrea Bocelli um, oh. I didn't understand a word <laughs> I didn't he didn't sing a word in English. You know, we actually get complaints about that. <laughs> we actually oh do. Because yeah. yeah. yes. I do think about that. When you go to the opera and stuff, obviously, if you don't... Oh, the opera, opera does, actually, do. a lot of times. They do subtitles yeah. now? Yeah. Oh. Well, they, I think they... They did the last time I went to the Southern Theater. So oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. The, the opera, that, that's kind of been something that they have done for that's all, cool. quite a while. But maybe they don't do it all the time. 
But uh, anyway, I was kind of joking about that. I mean, he's from Italy. But what was funny <laughs> is was was spending a, a lot of time backstage with his wife, and she's from Italy as well. Yeah. And she said when they started dating, they would talk a lot on the phone. He could not understand her, even though they're both. He couldn't understand her accent. So I kind of likened it to maybe us. And you can do the Boston accent. Maybe speaking to somebody from Boston. Smart or pack. What are you talking about, Gary? Smart I, I, pack. Smart pack. <laughs> the best Super Bowl commercial. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. Or maybe one of us speaking to somebody with a Cajun accent, for yeah. instance. So he said, oh, yeah. "Slow down. I can't understand you." I do the play by. So he was. He was backstage. <laughs> he was backstage jumping rope. His throat wasn't really? the way that he wanted it to be. I don't. You know, he was warming up, and yeah. so I don't know what jumping rope does. Maybe it just jogs. Yeah. Everything loose or looses him up um uh, you'll see in an upcoming video the arena guy has trouble jumping rope <laughs> in, in my ufc video coming I up i can't wait oh. to see that yeah. one um uh, tj experienced that and trying not to uh producer nice. tj but uh anyway uh he was jumping rope and and he was saying you could hear him everywhere and he's in his dressing room and so we presented him with with the gift he came out uh in the meantime his little dog which was a german Shoot, I forgot what kind of dog, but it was not Italian. What was you? You don't P remember? Pekingese. You know, it was just a little <laughs> thing. But uh, they said that the dog knows two languages, but doesn't listen to either one of them. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. But the That's dog, funny. the dog was just yeah. running everywhere. It free reigned <laughs> backstage, and somehow this dog came up to me, was smelling my yellow lab, Jules the arena dog, mm -hmm. and uh, would not let me be. He's oh. jumping up, smelling my leg the whole time. That's funny. Take off, run away a little bit, come back. Jumping on my leg, um, I, I actually, I, I, I maybe uh, the Good Day Columbus producer didn't really like the photo because it got cut up from my B-roll when I was. Oh no! <laughs> oh my gosh! Maybe he was a little too close to. Maybe. Anyone have any weird pets? Like, what was there like a weird pet from one of the? You know, a lot of times artists bring their dogs on, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. and I remember there was one artist who I, I won't reveal, but uh, who kind of flipped out because their dog, which was just running loose backstage, someone decided to feed it some food from catering. Oh, and he walked no. in and he was like, hey, why are you feeding? I can't feed my dog table. And he said, well, you're just letting your dog run around. Right. But yeah, so, so you do get a lot of... Uh, you know, like snakes or ferrets or... Well, we do. Uh, the Columbus Zoo comes once in a oh, while. Oh, that's true. There you go. To uh, provide a live animal experience for some of the artists. We've done it for, uh, Luke, uh, for Luke Combs. Um, and a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Pink. Yep. And uh, Nickelback had a goat backstage. Of course they did. Of <laughs> course yeah, they did. Of all there. the bands. Of course they did. Yeah. Of all the bands to have one, they're the one. It's true. Look at this photo bat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a sheep. Goats are like. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've covered a lot of ground. We could talk about past shows forever. Uh, let's let's take this break and hear a couple highlights sure. of some upcoming events. When we come back. Let's talk about uh, Cam and Edwin and their great work relationship and some uh, some of the cool work that they, they no do. No one wants and, to hear that. And why they've won eight <laughs> Emmys and how professional they are 100% of the time. <laughs> All the we'll time. We'll do that coming up on the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Ronenberg. Nick Cannon presents MTV Wildin' Out Live Tour 2020. Let's have Wildin' Out, all right? Starring the all-star Wildin' Out cast with special music guest Saweetie. Also featuring the famous Wild Out Rose Battles as seen on the TV show. DJs direct on the turntables with the Wild Out Dancers and your chance to get on stage and be part of the action. Nationwide Arena, Saturday, March 21st. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. You've waited, and now the moment has arrived. 
Niall Horan, Nice to Meet You Tour, with special guests Louis Capaldi and Fletcher. Schottenstein Center, Friday, May 8th. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. An incredible night with Niall Horan, live in concert. Check more at NiallHoran.com. Hey guys, this is UFC welterweight, the immortal Matt Brown. You're listening to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Red L. Berger. <laughs> that is the best. That's awesome. <laughs> I will admit that I, I, I write these things out. Yeah. And you guys will do one too. Right, right. Good. But you guys will ad lib. This guy, uh, Matt Brown, who is an awesome guy, he's yeah, local. He's cool. and, and Dave, I want to bring him in our studio. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Maybe next time because he's, he's awesome. But uh, he doesn't know our names. So sometimes Not yet, but he will. He will. So I, I wrote out Rettelberger phonetically. Red L. L. Burger. Burger. And he read it, Dave Red L. L. Burger. Burger. That That's is perfect. And I didn't want to ask him to do it again because it was kind of funny. So hey, I've had a lifetime of that. So. <laughs> yeah. so you guys have won four Emmys apiece. Yes. How really? cool is that? We have? Yeah. Where do you keep oh them gosh. for one? That's what they always ask the big celebrities. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm going. I'm sorry. I, I pause because I'm, I'm going. I'm going through my head and yeah. 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 Oh my god, goodness. Well, I keep one. Well, I just had my my living room redone. My uh, the, the tile in my living room. <laughs> so I keep one on the table where I have my memorial for my late dog Griffey. Right. And two are in storage, and the other one is sitting on my dining room table. And I have a, a daily routine at every every day I before I go to work, I will kiss Griffey's urn and I will stroke just the top of the Emmy, <laughs> hoping that I have another award winning day. There you go. I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So do they just so I'm getting the visual right, yeah. is it is it just like the primetime Emmys? Yeah, it's like what? Sixty percent it's like uh yeah, seventy five percent. Seventy five percent. So okay. the primetime ones are a little bit bigger. But it's still I mean, it's still yeah. an Emmy and it still has on the bottom of it you cannot sell it. It belongs to the uh, Academy. Yeah. Do they, do they have an awards show and stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah, so it's regional Emmys. It's uh like Ohio Valley. So the what is it? Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia, okay. Michigan. And, nope, Indian, no Michigan. Not Indiana. A little bit of maybe a little Michigan, bit of Indiana. I might add. <laughs> yeah, because they had it in Lawrenceburg, <laughs> so they had to have somebody right. from Indiana. And um, yeah, I have my four just on my fireplace. Do you really? Just like right on top of the fireplace. Right now they're in my office because we still have our Christmas decorations up. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Uh, no, by the way, yes. my mom came in town, so I'm like, all right, mom, we spent Christmas with her. She just left this last Sunday. And uh, but we're still that house in the neighborhood <laughs> wow. with our Christmas lights up, our Christmas tree decorations. That's awesome. I just might leave them up till like summer. You got a head start. <laughs> we'll yeah. Just decorate them with a different, uh, different holiday. That's yeah. Coming so out. did you guys win your Emmys together for for uh, reports or, or things that you did we together? Actually, Both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've won two with uh, Mike McCarthy, yep. reporter okay. for ABC Six yep. Fox Twenty Eight. Unbelievable reporter, but yeah. the, the best reporter I've ever worked with, and I'm not saying it because I've got the Emmys with him. He, he's yeah. tried and true every time. Mike um, is one of those just workhorse, and I mean robot in the best way, yeah. because it is consistently perfect. Yeah. Like, no matter when Mike goes out, you know it's going to be perfect. Everything he does is such excellence. I mean, and he does you know more of the serious. So mm -hmm. to me, that's even more difficult in the sense of you have to get the information right. You have right. to present it correctly with respect. And he's I a think monster. he has like 37 Emmys. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Something Seriously? like that. Yeah. Seriously. Holy yeah. Cow. 
I mean, the man is, I, I've been in the business 30 years. He's the best. Wow. And uh, you've, you've won four Emmys, too. Yeah. What, what, what is the magic between the two of you? You both have worked with other people, and it's yeah. always great. Mm -hmm. It's always good. Mm -hmm. But there's something about the combination of you two that takes it almost to another level. I think it's just, I think right off the bat, it's the comfort level. The comfort level of, with anything, we have our reps in of being with each other for so long at this point that that's one less thing to worry about live. Right. To whereas it's like you're, if you're working with a business partner, you're working with somebody, the very beginning stages in the back of your mind is needing to know, okay, how do I need to sure. work with this person? The communication, you're starting to learn how to communicate yeah. where I think the magic sauce has now become that's one thing that you don't worry about. Now the strict focus is whatever we do with the live shot. Can Edwin direct you in a way that maybe others cannot because of your connection? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like some people could criticize me, but because they're a best friend or a family member, you take it in that vein. But if somebody is not as close to you, yeah. kind of make a comment, you're, I think you're like insulted. I think there's definitely a comfort level there, there that is. we're okay being open with But each he's other. also one that will say, can we try it this way? Yeah. And I'm always open to that yeah. because you've got two pairs of eyes looking at something instead of just one. Right. And I mean, for God's sakes, we've slept in the same bed together. That is true. Hey, no. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> On different ends. Well, I will. Tr tr truth be told that halfway through the night, oh, this shit. is, now, let me tell you the story. <laughs> this is 2016 in Chicago at the uh, World Series. World Series, yeah. <laughs> And halfway through the night, I swear I thought I heard somebody say, do you want to cuddle? No. Go <laughs> <laughs> cover this before. Strike that yeah. from the record. Yeah. <laughs> How about those bears? But no, I mean, it's true. And being totally transparent um, with a lot of the things that we do and just how I work. I mean, and Edwin can attest to this. I, I can be demanding in very, the sense of very. demanding of the level at which something needs to be executed. Right. But when you've got someone who has a very strong work ethic, um, somebody who gives 110%, we both do. Yeah. We both come to the table with how can we, we, we might be doing the same live shots we've done seven or eight times because we've been together uh, going on six years now. Yeah. So it becomes kind of like Groundhog yeah. Year in yeah. the sense of you, you feature a lot of the same things over and over again. Here comes but we try, yeah. we try to yeah. also yeah. Sure. see how we can better the last right. time we did it. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I was, Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and you guys are always so much fun when you when you come early for Disney and Ice or yeah. Monster Jam or the Rodeo or wherever we're doing. Uh, and you guys are always 100% professional, always do an amazing job. But you guys are always 100% yeah. professional, always doing uh, quality work, rarely make a mistake, except maybe this one time. New skill maybe or to brush up on an old one. Yeah, Camp Fontana is in Worthington at the party studio this morning. Camp? Yes. Are oh. we in the show? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, <shoot. laughs> go. 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 Oh, you're kidding. No, I'm not. You're on. I'm dead serious. You're on right now. Oh, we're on TV. <laughs> oh, we're on TV right now. I thought we were coming up a little bit later, guys. So what we're <laughs> So what we're doing right now is we're getting ready to work on a pretty cool piece oh of art. Gosh. We have Kay Lynn. We have Kyle. We have Cindy up there. Hi, Cindy. Hi. 
We're going to try to get this done this morning. We're going to toss it back to you guys, and I'm going to get my phone fixed so I know when we're on television. Yeah, because that would be good. Broken. Okay. This was a nice, fun TV moment. <laughs> oh, Buck, you're on TV oh. too. Oh, hi, Andy. Are we on? Oh, yeah. Perhaps no, you should dear. stand up now. Oh. Thanks. I didn't know we were on. That's yeah. the theme for today. Are we on? What's going on? Uh, it's one of those Wednesdays. <laughs> had, to, like had to play that. So here's what happened. <laughs> oh, dear. Here we go. There's a story there. So behind, behind the scenes, uh, we use our phones for IFB. Yeah. And we're on like this IFB new... IFB is what? IFB is like your in-ear, I think, in-ear frequency band or something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. It basically... It like Bluetooth. It, uh, Bluetooth, it is wired. Okay. You could use a Bluetooth, but basically it's listening to your show through an app okay gotcha. so you okay. can hear our show and then on top of the show our producers will talk so a lot of times our producers will be like hey you're two minutes out 30 seconds out stand by and then when you're standing by you're kind of ready right. for them to toss to you so my phone we are for some reason i wasn't getting good service so my service was going my phone was going in and out and i didn't get the cue now a lot of times we'll mess with each other <laughs> Which is, you know, kind of funny to sure, say. Yeah, yeah. He'll joke and be like, all right, you're on. I'm like, what? And, and we're not. What got me. Hey, Cameron. Yeah, hey, Cameron. Hey, Cameron, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And then, like, joke, like, a producer's talking to us. But that time, his light on his camera wasn't on. So I thought he was messing with me. And when he's like, we're on, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I was sticking to my guns. I'm like, there's no way we're on. Because at the same time, without me knowing, my phone had died. So I wasn't hearing the show. Sure. I wasn't hearing the cues. Yeah. His light wasn't on. So that was a good 30 seconds of, okay, Edwin. No, we're on. No, no okay. No. Oh, that's great. No. <laughs> and I think the reason it kind of worked, it was kind of funny, rather than being like maybe an embarrassment, is because you could tell the connection you guys right, have together. Yeah. Right. And you're looking out for each other. Yeah. You yeah. both want it to be good. Yep. And well, everyone has a flub here and there. And it was... I think it was really funny. It yeah. showed oh, it was hilarious. Hilarious. It was I, thought awesome. it, I thought it showed a real side of And you, you wouldn't yeah. believe the things I have to do to make him look good. <laughs> it's true. How many boogers this man has in his nose. I'm telling you what. Unbelievable. We all need to have a friend like Edwin. That's yeah, like, absolutely. dude, you got a booger in your yes. nose right yeah. now. Like if there's something on your oh, shoulder. Gary, hold on a second. But, Let's you know, <laughs> and, and we're kind of thankful for those moments right there because, like you said, when we go somewhere, our number one priority first is to make the atmosphere comfortable. Like I try not, we try not to come in, you know, with a full on suit, nothing against people that do, but you know us, we don't come in with a suit and tie and right. come in and oh, hello, my name is Cameron. This is Edwin. We try to break down those barriers right away because that's another thing on top of we're comfortable with each other. Mm -hmm. If the guests are comfortable with us, then, then it's going to be sure. a more it's successful just, show. Yeah. And in that case, you know, I, I think you kind of see how we are even when the cameras we don't think the cameras are on because some right. people could have like cussed. Some people would have been like, what are you yeah, doing? But yeah. it was just us going, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Like, right. I mean, you're family. Really. Right. But I'm curious. You guys work so well together. Uh, I'm curious how well you know each other. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. We're gonna no, do you a thing didn't. here. Uh, I'm going to do one. I'll do you, Cam. Okay. Dave, you can do this for Edwin. All right. Got it. This is something that uh, everybody does it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I call it fast break because the first time we did it, uh, uh, one of your... Uh, 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 another station. Okay. Uh, uh, Jared Smalley. Was okay. On. Yeah. Okay. Love and, Jared. And so we called it a fast break because it tied it in for sports, and it was so much fun that we decided to uh, keep the name. Okay. So here we go. We've got uh, 60 seconds. How many can you answer? We'll start with you, Cam. So this is about Edwin. It's about you, but there are a couple questions about Edwin. Got it. Okay. Okay. But, okay. But. Uh, uh, do I answer or do I just let him answer? Let him answer, then okay. Dave will get you. Okay. So we'll start when the music gets. 
Oh, shoot. All right. The reason you're glad that Edwin is your work partner. Because he'll get it done if I tell him to and I yell at him. <laughs> what is Edwin's worst habit? What drives you crazy? <laughs> Having to go to the bathroom. <laughs> what was your first concert? Oh, uh, uh, um, uh, what were they called? Uh, MXPX, I believe. What nice. is that? We'll talk nice. about that in a minute. Yeah. What music artist do you have to apologize for liking? Um, Justin Bieber, maybe? Okay. Oh. Talent or skill most people don't know you have? Uh, I'm a really good bowler. What is your passion? Uh, my job. Can't sleep. What do you do? Uh, drink coffee, oddly enough. It makes oh. me tired. <laughs> what celebrity do you, people say you look like? Uh, Ricky Schroeder, The Rifleman, <laughs> or Jim Carrey. That's hilarious. On uh, Bruce Almighty. Who do you admire most? Uh, my wife. Favorite TV show? Uh, the Office. What celebrity would you most like to meet? Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Biggest celebrity you've ever met? Probably like Ryan Seacrest mm -hmm. and okay. Katy Perry. If you played baseball, what would be your walk-up song? Um, uh, <laughs> take me to your best friend's house. Uh, Tongue-tied, just because it's got a cool There's groove. There's a story to that. Okay. okay. We've got like three more. Okay, we'll, we'll keep just, going. We'll keep going. Uh, what do you collect? Uh, Funko Pops. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> I, I should have known. Uh, proudest moment? Um, my daughter. Just okay. ha having a family, my of daughter. Course. Most treasured possession? Um... Ooh, probably my guitars. Okay, and are you early on time or late? I'm usually early slash on time okay. because I get annoyed if like things are going late. Okay, unless his car broke down or he yeah. doesn't have gas. Yeah, or he left have something at the house. <laughs> yes, I have run out of gas yes, and had in, Edwin in, save me. Oh, in your car. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> producer TJ, let's go one more time. Maybe the music just a little bit lower this time. Uh, Do I get the same questions? You, well, you'll find you'll out. You'll have to see. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, the reason you're glad Cam is your work partner? Uh, because every time we do something, it's perfect. What is Cam's worst work habit? His... Or worst habit. Be truthful. Worst habit. Do it. I don't... This I'm going to be nice and say you're pass right. on that one. Oh, oh weak <laughs> sauce. Uh, I'll come back. Uh, your first concert. Uh, Whitney Houston. What music artist do you apologize for liking? Barbara Streisand. Talent or skill most people don't know? Uh, I can inhale and exhale whistling. What is your passion? My passion, my job. Can't sleep, what do you do? Uh, watch TV. What celebrity do people say you look like? <laughs> Drew Carey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks. Uh, who do you admire most? My mother. Favorite TV show? Uh, probably Law and Order or Special Victims Unit. What celebrity would you most like to meet? Uh, which celebrity would I most like to meet? Cheesy peasy. I've fast, met fast, so fast. many. Uh, Gary the Arena Guy. <laughs> <laughs> biggest celebrity you've ever met? Uh, biggest celebrity I've ever met, uh, President of the United States. Uh, walk-up song in baseball? Uh, Katy Perry, Party in the USA. Uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Uh, what do you collect? Uh, I collect autographs and Yoda from Star Wars. Big Star Wars fan. Uh, proudest moment? Proudest moment, uh, probably winning my first Emmy. Yeah. Most treasured possession? But most treasured possession is probably my autographed photo of Yoda from Frank Oz and nice. handwritten note. There's a really cool story to that. Early um, on time or late? Um, always late. There we go. Oh, always late. And we ran Although, late, no, right? no, no. For work, I'm always late. I'm always 10 minutes late every day for work. But you were very but early I for always, here today. I always get... Uh, to my location yeah, on time. Yeah, like if yeah. we drive separate, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. I mean, one or two out of ten no, times are there. For before. work, it's always ten minutes yeah. late. Yeah, and you've got a Yoda 
tattoo. Yes, I do. Yeah. Do you really? Yes, I do. The but same of the picture that he has autographed. Well, let tell me the, tell the story. Tell the story, and then okay. we'll take a break. Right. So back last May, Cam and I were doing a live uh, broadcast at Kosai, and it was about the late Jim Henson. And yeah, it was, like, we were both, the Muppets, the Muppets there, everything, yeah. yeah, Dark Crystal, everything. And we were both so looking forward to that. And we didn't realize that there would be celebrities there. And so there were Muppets, there were Bert and Ernie, you know, Oscar the Grouch, all these things. But uh, one of the ones that they had there was Miss Piggy. And the lady who created her, Bonnie Erickson, was yeah. there. And so she and I were talking, and uh, we just got to talking about, you know, life and what, what have you between live shots. And she made mention of Frank Oz. Well, Frank Oz to me is, you know, I guess he would be the one I'd want to meet. Sure, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we got to talking about Frank Oz, and I said, oh, by the way, and I rolled up my sleeve, and there's this, uh, I'll put up a picture um, of this incredible work that uh, Gary Parisi up in Chicago at Mayday Tattoos did. Uh, and she just about freaked out. She says, I really think Frank would love to see this. So she took a picture. I just happened to say, hey, can I put my name and address in your phone just, yeah, sure, just yeah, in yeah. case? So fast forward <laughs> to September. Uh, my brother's visiting and with, with my, my niece, and I go to get the, the mail. And in the mail, there is this great big envelope that's half bent, which scared me. And the address was Oz NYC. Whoa. And I'm thinking to myself, there is no yeah, way. Right, yeah, sure. right, sure. There is no way that this man took time out to, to do something for me. You getting chills, though? Yeah, with the possibility? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, could it be Dr. Oz? Um, <laughs> could like, be. What, what did I do to him? Anyway, so I open up the envelope, and he sent me a handwritten note on his uh, personal stationery. And it, behind that was a black and white promotional photo, the exact same promotional uh, picture that is m my tattoo. Wow. And he said something like, uh, Bonnie Erickson wanted me to see your incredible tattoo. Hope you'd like to add this to your collection. Well, since I collect Star Wars autographs, uh, this is the creme de la creme of yeah. my, yeah, right, uh, sure. yeah, I always thought that my old Anakin Skywalker autograph would be the, the most but this yeah. one oh my gosh immediately went out and had it framed and uh next month well maybe april his birthday's in may i've planned on sending him a nice little thank you card that's, that's awesome great. yeah that's awesome uh people here at work i'm a diehard elton john fan you can see my yeah where's here. your elton tattoo uh you know what oh. i was just gonna say that i've got <laughs> it's a story a whole bunch of people here trying to get me to do an elton tattoo before oh you so need to our april 25th concert but I'm not, I look at it this way. Every few <laughs> years, you want to change the artwork in your living room. Yeah, I'm right You just want to change yeah. it up. A tattoo is permanent. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do oh, it's that. That's, what, that's what I'm going through right now. Yeah, you're like, wanting, you're I wanting have a, an idea. a pineapple tattoo. So I want like two different ones. Something my wife and I love are pineapples. Like I call it <laughs> the pineapple of my eye. Okay. So an idea she had was like, well, why don't we get one split in half? Each of us has a half. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And another one is a wave, long story short. But I've sat on the wave and a certain type for like two years now. Mm. And I still love it. So I think that's what you need to do is think of something. To have that design. Have that design. But I don't like pain. On. I don't like needles. Y yeah, You uh, know what? When I went to get my tattoo, guess who shows up? You know what? Yeah. I tell them that 
I don't know if I'm going to do it, but if I do it, it's definitely got to be on video. On it's got to oh, be. Oh, well, he showed up. Because it's going to have to be a, a bit, but yeah. it doesn't mean I still want to do it. You should get like his glasses, like just his glasses, yeah. like an epic pair. Yeah. Or like a piano of his, yeah. something like you know, Yellow you don't need a road. portrait, right. unless you want that. But I think like the glasses, something so oh simple. Oh my gosh! Now I'm gonna Google sweet Elton John tattoos. Yeah, yeah there you go. So let's uh, <laughs> we'll come back and we'll talk about let's talk about a couple other things, and including some upcoming shows. But I want to talk to you about American Idol. Yes. And behind the scenes, yep. it's premiering on February 16th. Yep. And then a few other topics in the world of entertainment. And uh, Dave and I will talk about some upcoming events as well. Plus, more details on how you can win a family four-pack to win Ooh. tickets to the World's Toughest Rodeo, February 22nd nice. at Nationwide Arena. So that's all coming up on the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Redelberger. Friday, July 10. Get tickets now at LiveNation.com. Chris Stapleton's All-American Roadshow. April 23rd at Schottenstein Center. With special guests, the Marcus King Band. You want drink of water, got to go to the well. And Yola. Take a ride out in the country. On sale now. Tickets available online at LiveNation.com. Chris Stapleton's All-American Roadshow. Hi, this is Mark. And Alexi. From and Disney, Disney on Ice present Dream Big. You're listening to the Arena Guy Back Taste Pass podcast. With Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger. And make sure to dream big. Oh, dream big. Dream big. Yes. Oh, I saved her life from that dragon, and I met Mark. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I you did. slayed the dragon. I slayed the dragon. Uh, the dragon I tried slayer. to slay the dragon, but <laughs> I kind of missed. You yeah. poked him. You <laughs> are listening well. to the Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Ruttelberger and our special guests, Ricky Schroeder and Drew Carey. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. glad to have them both yep. here. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> that is so f I've never seen you as... Well, Drew Carey before, but I now I can't you see anything else. No, and Ricky Schroeder, Schroeder <laughs> is right on. You know too. who else he looks like? Who? Zach Morris from Saved yeah, by the Bell. Yeah, people say Zach Morris, yeah. but yeah. Chuck Connors I get probably once a week. Do the, you really? The Rifleman. Oh wow! And then Ricky Schroeder when I was a kid. I every can see time Ricky Schroeder is the one that jumps out to yep. me. Yeah, for sure. I was at a furniture. You know, I, I bought a, a house uh, about six months ago, and so I I still am looking for some furniture. Yeah. Uh, I was at a furniture store out at uh, Easton, and Dustin Hoffman was my sales guy. Oh, for like a second, you got me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow. what? I mean, his career is going down the tube. Right. <laughs> no, no. Super nice guy. Yeah. And I said, well, thank you, uh, Dustin. And he didn't know what I was talking about. I said, you look like Dustin Hoffman. And he said, oh, yeah, I used to get that a lot, but still did. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. So uh, let's talk about a few things first. Yeah. Uh, the arena guy goes off on a few tangents, though. I want to say <laughs> that I forgot my pillow. Um, How's he I, doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Friday, my, my driveway goes on a kind of like a decline, and it's blacktop. And I stepped on some black ice, oh. and I went oh. hard mm. on my tailbone <laughs> and then on my head. One of my friends said, well, at least there's nothing in there. It's so nothing to hurt. <laughs> oh, a big knot on my head. But I have bruises where I never oh. thought bruises could go. Show the audience. No, no. That's, that's one thing we will not show. But it took a few days, but I'm telling you. Well, and from someone who's 
fallen on the ice. You and you <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. had stitches and everything. Yeah, right? and a hospital stay, which yeah. actually happened at Nationwide Arena. I know. But um, Doing yeah, story. That's now now you're the most careful of anyone oh, I've ever goodness. seen on yeah. the ice. Yeah, I'm petrified of the he ice. He walks like he has to go to the bathroom. Oh, all the time he's very slow. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotten home from Popeyes. I finally tried <laughs> the chicken sandwich. The, the chicken oh, sandwich. How was Isn't glorious. that good? Do you know what it tasted like to me? What heaven? A chicken sandwich. Yeah. I mean, it was good. I but thought it's really good. It is good, but it's all right. I like chicken sandwich. But to me, I like the spicy one with extra sauce. Ooh. Have you tried yeah. it yet? I have not. I, it's oddly enough, I um, don't live near Popeyes, but I tried a recipe that was like, you make your own at home. Oh, how you know what? It was delicious. Okay. So I nailed it. <laughs> and, uh, they're big, though. Yeah, they're yeah. big. They're big so deal. that part is good, but yeah. to me, it was a chicken sandwich. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Was it worth waiting in line for? Sales are up 37% I know. Popeyes. It's crazy. That's well, good. hopefully good they'll hear you and send you a couple. Well, that's, yeah, like, yeah. that's like Arby's. Their whole marketing campaign, mm-hmm. we lo- we got the meat, yeah. that turned around. They were on the bridge of bankruptcy. And one idea... Of branding to That's get awesome. people to talk about it. It's cool. Mm. Let's talk about get the hungry. Oscars <laughs> just a little bit too. Yeah. The Oscars. Was, so I saw the Joker at yes. four in the afternoon. Before the hours Great before movie. the Oscars. Yeah. Oh wow, that's kind of close. It was really kind of <laughs> close. And I will tell you, uh, I I thought uh, this movie being nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. was kind of a gimme because having not seen having it, having not yet. seen right, it, right, right. Okay. It's like okay, that's cool. You know, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, he's a great actor. Um, it was a it was a troubling movie. Oh yeah, but it was a fantastic movie. It yeah, was you yeah. know I remember walking out of that and thinking that was so good I never want to see it again. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly, it was so good. Exactly. But that, I just felt sick. That, yeah. That yeah. is so right. Yeah. And you did you see it, Edward? I did. I yeah. did. I saw it. I watched it at home and I'm gonna watch it at home. Yeah. I just want. <laughs> I'm not a big theater person. Really? I don't like people. <laughs> Oh, you should go to the. I'm you're oh, in a great. You're in a great line of work. Yeah, I sure am. <laughs> no, but what's incredible? I mean, I'm right there with you. Where I think it was the, one of the best acting performances of all time. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Not just this year. It was right. A great performance. He not only deserved the the Oscar for best actor for this year. Yeah. But he that was a performance of a lifetime. He was crazy. It's like crazy. Yeah. yeah. And he's kind of an interesting guy. Off the <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. yeah. And so maybe yeah. he didn't have to uh, go into, right. uh, you know, do a lot of... I mean, there's like, so many layers that he yeah. built mm-hmm. on that from the point of, like, uh, innocence, really, yeah. to why would someone go there? And, you know, you heard the news reports that came out, not necessarily news reports, but, like, Twitter mob, that's like, oh, this is promoting, you know, violence and... They hadn't even seen the movie yet, right, so you sure. don't understand until right. you see it that it's not glorifying it, no. but it's just seeing how society made this guy how he is. And, and sadly, there are people like that walking among us. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. It was, mental health. It, it was incredible. It was troubling. It was brilliant. Yeah. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will tell you what made me jump uh, higher than any horror movie I've seen was when he was a guest on yep. the, oh, on the talk show. Yeah. You know, just in case you haven't seen it, it won't be a spoiler. But no. yeah. but uh, Man Alive, yeah, and Holy Cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I saw I saw nineteen seventeen over the weekend. Yeah, because yes. I wanted to get that in before. Yeah, I already see that. And and boy, there were a couple scenes there too. Yeah. That like the whole movie, you're kind of like on edge, yep. waiting, you know, and it's it's a very suspenseful film. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple points where I literally jumped out of my seat. Oh, I was watching it through my fingers at some yeah. points. Yeah. yeah. So down the list. So all right, which ones have you guys? Are you, is that uh, where you're about to do? Which ones you've seen? Let's yeah, let's kind of run through the categories and, yeah. see, and let's be on the honor system. Who did you pick before? Since okay. we're recording <laughs> right. this after. Um, Glasses the only me. ones I hadn't seen yet, which I'm going to this week, are Irishman and Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Those are the two that... Jojo Rabbit. 
I didn't have high expectations for. Brilliant movie. I love Taika Waititi. I oh, mean, Korg, yeah. yeah. Marvel, great Star guy. Wars. Okay, yes. so let's run down, and all <laughs> of us, we'll talk about best okay. supporting actor. It was Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, El Pacino, The Irishman, Joe Pesci, The Irishman, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'll start with you, Dave. Which one did you predict to win? You know, it's funny because I actually shout these out to my family so I can feel yeah. good about myself later on. Uh, my family has seen none of the movies. So <laughs> my wife said, when do you see these? But yeah. uh, I actually did pick Brad Pitt for that yeah. one. Yeah. It was just a, it was a great performance. And it was, he, you know, in a way, he's kind of playing a heightened version of himself. Right. Um, but it just felt like that kind of role that the Academy rewards. Yeah. He was my pick, too. He, I think he belonged in the in the lead actor category, but they didn't want to pit those pit those two, <laughs> two guys oh, together. In there. And uh, sometimes the politics of the Oscars irritate me, but uh, Brad, I, yeah. Brad Pitt, uh, who's my pick? What about yeah, you? Yeah, I was gonna say I I had Brad Pitt winning that one just because of what he had done. I feel like they Leoed him this year, and what I mean by Leoed is <laughs> when he won for The Revenant. Now The Revenant's a great movie, yeah. But that year, from what I remember, it was kind of like. Was he the best this year? Of, sure. that? of all the movies Leonardo DiCaprio could have won for. Yeah. But it was like, listen, he's up for this. He hasn't won an Oscar yet. Yeah, sure. He yes. deserves it. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's what happened this year. Because right. like you said, he plays a heightened version of himself. You could have put Billy Bean Moneyball in that same movie, yeah. not known right, the difference. Sure. Yeah. The Colonel from <laughs> Inglorious. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the same guy. But I still love him. Right. Who, who did you have, Edward? Well, unfortunately, I had Tom Hanks. Yeah. Did because, you really? Yeah, I did. I, I'm Tom Hanks' all-time favorite actor. No, no, no but he was—he was great, and he was excellent in that movie. He's phenomenal in that that Mr. Rogers movie. I mean, it moved me. Was to he tears. a supporting actor though? <sighs> See, no, again, I don't think Hollywood so. politics. Yes, right, I think yeah, it was yeah. placing. Yeah. They knew it was a tough lead actor category, so he could. But have at a the same time, of. though, I think every actor that was in The Irishman, which you're going to like, yeah, they all deserved it. Yeah. Because it was a, a perfect Martin a Scorsese movie. Oh, yeah. mob movie. Yeah. I mean, he makes the best mob movies. And he didn't win last night. He didn't win either. Are we well. the guy that you see, Irishman? It's my favorite uh, Ray Romano movie, by the way. I love that joke on <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, are you leading me on? Well, I, I, I'm goading you, yeah. Oh, you're goading <laughs> me because I have a thing. Netflix, to me, is kind of like Amazon. They, yeah. they want everything, and you know, they even... Uh, Oh, gosh. You, you kind of threw me a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I just like to fire Everyone listening, he's, he's got very, very organized notes and cards. Um, the, uh, the, the Irishman is a made-for-TV movie Yeah. with a big budget. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Netflix, you watch movies on TV. Yeah. And showing them in the theater, and some have been in the theater longer than others. Yeah. But it's a technicality, so they can qualify for the Oscars. They actually Netflix won the Emmy Award in September for best made-for-TV movie. So, for the Irishman? No, 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 no. Oh, for okay, for no, another no, no, movie, no, no, no. I've got it in my notes here, but uh, I don't know where it is. Here we go. Outstanding TV movie, uh, Bandersnatch. Oh, Bandersnatch! I remember Black that. Black Mirror. That yep. was an episode of a TV show. It, it, yeah. won, it won. Out, it, it is a it was five, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it won outstanding TV movie. Won the Emmy Award for best made for TV movie. Hmm. In my opinion, uh, producer TJ, how many of the best movie nominees were uh, Netflix? Marriage Story, Irishman, was that's it. TJ's a big movie buff too. If, if he had a mic, he'd be contributing. Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, Ford vs Ferrari, Irishman. 
1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite. And Parasite. Yeah, yeah there's so only, only two. Only two. In my opinion, what drives me, and Spielberg agreed with me for the longest time until yeah. he realized he'd get paid $100 million to make a movie for Precisely. Netflix. Precisely. But um, <laughs> so I, that's a pet peeve of mine. Dave knows it, and people argue with me all the time. I feel like if you watch a movie that's intended to get subscribers for Netflix, it's a made-for-TV movie. I agree. Mm. So anyway. Okay. That would, Dave, Dave was uh, yeah. going to me on that because that is... Uh, the times, they are changing, old man. <laughs> Get off people, my lawn. People who Netflix. know me know that that's my biggest pet. Yeah. Let's go to Best Supporting <laughs> Actress. Uh, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. It's so cool she's uh, dating uh, Colin, Colin Jones. Jones. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh for Little Women and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Who did you pick, Dave? Again, it was Laura Dern, but I felt like it was... Not necessarily that it was the most amazing performance of the year, but that she, it just felt like it was inevitable her win. And and, that, and there's another yeah. great TV uh, movie, <laughs> but it was it was a, it was a great performance, and uh, uh, she was just electric. I hated her in that movie. Yeah, I, I mean, she I was have, so good yeah. that I just hated her as that character. I predicted Laura Dern because she was winning all the other awards. I have no skin in this one because I hadn't seen any of those ones. I felt wow. so bad. So Laura Dern was my because yeah, none of those I had seen. Um, I think the closest I would see would be Marriage Story. I think that's third on our list. Okay. It's hard. My mom came in town. We're trying to watch movies. And <laughs> we had to, yeah. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I watched Richard Jewell and because I experienced, you know, as America, we all experienced sure. the, the bombing in Atlanta. Um, I didn't really think she deserved the nomination. Kathy She's Bates. had better performances, She's, even from yeah, what I've seen. Yeah. But I'm glad Laura Dern won because uh, she was in... Episode 8 of Star Wars. Oh, there you go. We all have our reasons. Yeah. All right. Uh, the best actor category, Antonio Banderas for a movie nobody saw, Pain and Glory. Uh, <laughs> although it's okay, the quality of an acting performance doesn't depend on the box sure. office. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Dave, I assume... So I, I actually, you know, it was one of those ones where Joaquin was the obvious pick, but he, yeah. he was the obvious front runner for so long mm -hmm. that I allowed myself to think, okay, pit one earlier. I actually had thought that Leo was going to sneak in and win this really? one. Not saying, you know, it was just that thing where yeah. since the day the, the previews came out, it was talk of Joaquin in the role of uh, mm -hmm. this is his Oscar performance. Right. And sometimes when you're out up front that, mm -hmm. that long for that it, the mindset kind of changes. People kind of want to be unpredictable. I think people didn't expect Parasite, which we'll get yeah. to in a second. We will. Joaquin Phoenix, though, again, yeah. more than uh, performance of the year, performance of a lifetime, and he's had a few of those. Mm -hmm. I think he's just simply one of our greatest actors. Yeah. Uh, and so, isn't it ironic that that role, the Joker, has now been won, the Academy Awards been won by twice. two actors yeah. that have played him? Let me tell you, he was no Cesar Romero from no. the TV Oh, my now. gosh. <laughs> He was no Jared Leto, though. He I'm was, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. And no Jack Nicholson. But, you know, and that's cool because I feel like you can't compare. He did no, it. And that's no very hard yeah. because people going in thought, okay, how does it stack up? And he so beautifully did it in a way that you don't have them in the same world. Right. Heath Ledger had his own that was mm -hmm. Oscar worthy. And he it took was. his own that's Oscar worthy. And you can't even compete them. Yeah, they're yeah. very different. Very different yeah. takes. Very different. Yeah. So did you pick Joaquin? Oh, yeah. Did you pick yeah, Joaquin? Absolutely. Yeah. I, Leo is number two for me, though, because I feel like acting as a washed up actor, trying to get back in the game and then having a beautiful performance. I've, there's so like layers there. It was. It was me. a great performance. And when he yeah. was like with the girl, when he did that scene yes. with like the angry, the, the, the bad porch. Western. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
Like, and then inside the bar, yeah. yeah. I'm still, I have great. to admit, I'm still upset, though, that uh, uh, the made-for-TV movies took away nominations from the theatrical movie yeah. actors, including Taron Egerton, who should have been nominated for Rocket Man. You know, I, I never thought that he would win because I knew that it would be tough, but he won a few others, but he should have been nominated. He was phenomenal. I think <laughs> Rami Malek was the one that got him out of it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the problem Absolutely. is they just had a John... That's the same reason I think Tom Hanks, they kind of bombed on that one. Mm -hmm. They had just come out with the documentary. Right, which was awesome. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And then you're going to try to like ride the coattails, yeah. and it wasn't as good. No. Yeah. And, and I think that's what happened the with The difference Taren. between uh, Rami Malek and uh, Taron Edgerton was uh, Rami lip-synced most of it. Who was it? Uh, Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith, who we had oh, yeah, as the right. opening act, who was the voice of Freddie Mercury that he lip-synced to in that movie. He was oh, I awesome. I can't think of his name, I his but name. he Do was remember? so good. Well, Mark Martell. Yeah. Uh, look him up on YouTube. See, producer TJ is uh, a, a wealth of movie information. Yes. Um, he was the voice. He sounds just like Freddie Mercury. When he opened up here for Amy Grant uh, and Michael W. Smith back in December. Martell. He actually did a couple of, of, the, of clean Somebody songs. Somebody to love. Somebody to love. And it was just like... Mm. it. It was, you know, Adam Lambert, of course, does, you know, uh, lead right. singer duties for Queen, but he does Adam Lambert, right? Yeah. And yeah. does it very he, well. He doesn't imitate, yeah. which is awesome. smart. But this guy does the note for note wow. impersonation and seeing it live, it was, whoo, just. I'll have to Google yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. So the difference between Rami Malik, who was phenomenal, I yeah. thought he was really great, deserving of the Oscar, but Taron Edgerton actually sang. Yeah, he did not lip sync. He right. it's actually his voice singing. So he not only was acting, he was singing, and he was doing. I thought he was great, <laughs> you know. And people say that I'm biased because I'm a diehard Elton fan. I've got a whole room at home dedicated to my own John collection. <laughs> but hey, let's also congratulate him. He did win an Oscar. He won an Oscar. He did. I thought it was the perfect number two song to end a, a kind of a somber movie that left on a positive note and mm -hmm. I'm gonna love me again and all that it was really good I was waiting for Taryn to come out and join him because That's I'm on thought. record yeah they had a hit it was it charted on the adult contemporary charts and he was in it but uh, mm. he it was a duet kind so of so clear up clear up while we're on the topic because okay. they said you know they said that it was I think you you brought this up before we started recording they said oh this is it you know Elton's second Oscar win but then yeah. he when he was up there on stage he said oh this the is first of its the first kind. yeah so they said uh, what I think uh, four nominations I, th I think for uh, best song at the Oscars but uh, in 1994. He was nominated three times. Of the five songs, three were his Whoa. from The Lion, Lion King. King. Can You Feel the Love Tonight, Circle of Life, and Hakuna Matata. Oh, my God. So three of the five were him. So there's no way he could be four for four. Yeah. So he won, and his lyricist was Tim Rice, who worked with Andrew Lloyd Webber. He wrote mm -hmm. uh, uh, lyrics to uh, uh, Joseph and, and a whole bunch of other yeah. things. And, uh, he and he and Elton have worked together on some off projects. Bernie Taupin is Elton John's lyricists on their regular recordings okay so, so when Elton does Broadway or movies he might work with another lyricist but a 53-year relationship with Bernie Taupin uh, is there and so when they won the Golden Globe for this song uh, when like a month ago or a little bit longer uh, it was the first time they ever won an award together and that's what they oh. were talking about oh, Elton wow. has won as a performer and he's won uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight as best song with Tim Rice but this is the first time they won an Oscar together as a team. And, uh, and for a movie that celebrated the two of them together, yeah, which, yeah. Was, the which was really good. And, and you, know what I, you know what I found out this morning as I did a little research on him? He does, he's not an EGOT yet. Who's that, Elton? Elton. He's pretty close. He's only halfway. 
Yeah. What, Tony? No. He hasn't won an Emmy. Not Tony. No, he's won a Tony. He has? Yeah. He wrote uh, the score or something for, well, maybe it was somebody else with the score. It's got to be an Emmy, though. The the movie, or the play Aida. He's got got, like Aida won some awards, so maybe that was a Grammy. He's got he's got a Grammy and two Oscars. Yeah, okay. Or not a he's Grammy, got a but he's got Grammys. several. He's got, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but of all <laughs> the people that you would think would have, and yeah. he got. Yeah, he's the one. Yeah. Bernie got the mic last night. I didn't think he was going to give it to Elton. <laughs> I'm glad though because everyone wants Elton to be the only person, but they are truly a team. Yeah. It's yeah, like kind of like Cam and Edwin. The two of yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look at that. You know what? Circle. I'm too pretty to be on camera. Yeah. That's yeah. why we stick yeah. this ugly thing on there. Right there. So let's move to best uh, <laughs> actress real quick. Yeah. Because uh, we've got so much more ground to cover. We're having yeah. so much fun. Best actress, uh, Cynthia, Cynthia or. Arrivo. Easy for you to say. I know. Did I? I don't know. Yeah, Arrivo. Yep. From Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Uh, help me with uh, Little uh, Women. It's a Saoirse. Saoirse, Saoirse. Ronan. Because I know you guys talked about this also yes. on the air. Charlize Theron, uh, Bombshell, mm-hmm. and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Uh, you know, uh, it was just Renee Zellweger again. The, yeah. the talk with her, with her performance in Judy was just a clear front runner. And that on was that her one, voice so. too. Yeah. And uh, the movie was fine. I, I, I liked it, but it was never going to be nominated as best movie. But her performance was fantastic. I had a feeling Renee was going to win, but then I put my vote in for Charlize Theron. Theron. It's her name. Her, <laughs> Depends on the Charlize. Day. Yeah, <laughs> Google her name and the original pronunciation. She actually changed the pronunciation so it was easier for like reporters to say. But the fact that I would look at her and not be able to tell the difference between her and Megyn Kelly, that just got me. It was it, crazy, it freaked right? Me yeah. Out. Yeah. I'd yeah. see the video. I'd see commercials and going, is that Megyn Kelly? Or? It, it looked like her yeah. for sure. Well, and I actually worked with Megyn Kelly yeah. in Did Washington, really? D.C. Uh, her name was Megyn Kendall at the time. She was just starting out in TV. And I could not believe the uncanny resemblance. I mean, it was like hairs on the on your arm and the back of your neck stand up when you see her. I mean, especially when you see when she transformed into Eileen Warnos in Monster, yeah, that sure. she yeah, won the right, uh, yeah. Best Actress for. She's a chameleon. She can yeah. be anybody she wants to be. I even read that they gave her special eyelids for this role. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love her. Yeah, she's, a, yeah. she's an amazing actress. She's a great actress. Um, sure. And yeah, Megyn Kelly is, uh, she, she went on to bigger and better. Well, some not bigger so things. better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's go. Let's touch on best movie before we move on. Ford yeah. versus Ferrari. I felt like that, that was a great movie. Was enough to be nominated, though. Yeah, absolutely. Never going to win. Yeah. Uh, the Irishman made for TV mm-hmm. off my list. Uh, <laughs> Jojo Rabbit, a, a, a movie that, that I was not anxious to see because a movie about Hitler and, and satirical. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, this I is, saw this the trailer and I wasn't yeah. impressed. I, I was uh, texting TJ, producer TJ, and I text a lot on, on movies and stuff. And I, I saw two movies in a row at the Drexel in one day a couple yeah. weeks ago. Jojo Rabbit was one of them. It was phenomenal. It really it was. It really was good. nothing like I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joker, yeah. uh, Little Women, uh, Marriage Story, another made-for-TV movie. Uh, I'm surprised that Suzanne Somers wasn't in it. <laughs> 1917, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Um, I predicted 1917. Me too. So did I. Yeah, it was definitely felt like it was going that direction. And when Parasite won Best Foreign Film, I thought, well, they kind of go, well, they got their Oscar, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So I was, but I was very happy to see Parasite win right. because I'm telling you, I actually think they got it right this time. I was uh, texting, uh, again, uh, producer TJ last night when they started winning all of the awards. And then when they beat Sam Mendes, who truly got right. robbed. Yes, he did. He, yeah. All those yeah. single, long single shots of, yep. of long, ter- uh, he well, they got cinematography, it. which yeah. made me lend. Yes. Okay, they're going to get Best Director, yeah, but sure. that wasn't the case. I, I 
with all my heart, feel like uh, Sam Mendes deserved the best Oscar for, sure be- for, for best director. Absolutely. Uh, so I was surprised. But when they won that, it's like they're on a roll. The yeah. Academy this year yeah, loves sure. Parasite. Here's we had a little back and forth on that, but when they won, it was like, yep, I told you so. My, <laughs> my gripe about that sure. is I don't think that you could win Best Foreign Language Film and Best Picture. Yeah. I think it's one of the You shouldn't be able other. to enter both times. Right. You should, right. yeah. And uh, it's the Best International, international. Film International. Oh, first year. okay, okay. Yeah. But at the same time also, I'm not a big, uh, I can't subtitles. do the subtitles. Because I can't do subtitles sure, yeah. and watch the movie at the same time. And that to me was what pushed, after the fact, what I'm like, okay, what pushes Parasite over 1917? The continuous shot on 1917 is incredible. They had scenes that they shot up to nine minutes long. A nine-minute yeah. scripted yeah. scene, mm-hmm. yeah. no cuts. Yeah. I mean, Edwin, you know what that's like with with you know being, as being a cameraman. <laughs> right, you know right. What that is, yeah. and the action, and, mm-hmm. and you didn't. It was well, and all of yeah. that is, I mean, perfect lighting, right. perfect acting. I mean, you have all these different levels yeah. in this movie, and it was. I mean, I sat there with my mouth open half the time. Yeah. What got me with Parasite was. My wife doesn't like subtitles. I mean, she's right there with Edwin. Yeah, and even my mom is, and we watched it. And within 10 minutes, my wife said, I love this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's mm. when I knew we were in for a ride. Fortunately, we didn't have it spoiled because there's so many twists. The in less it. you know, the better. The less you know, the better. Just go in with so nothing. We will give nothing away. But I thought it was just yeah. kind of a farce, a comedy in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. I'll give I it a too. chance. I'll, I'll go home it's, and watch it. And it's creative. And that's, again, we've done so many war movies and nothing against yeah, 1917. Sure. That was my pick. I loved it. But it was nice to see a fresh concept, as original, it won uh, original screenplay, yeah. mm-hmm. to win in a day that all there are are remakes and sequels and, oh, we're going to bring back the Power Rangers again. Oh, boy. You know? It was right. so creative. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and you forget about the subtitles after like five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other surprises? I, I've, I, I'm wondering what you guys thought about Eminem. I have to. Well, I didn't. I actually didn't stay up to watch it. Because I, well, I had to be you, at work at 4, yeah. 4 a.m. But I was very upset that uh, John Williams uh, well, did course. not win yeah. his <laughs> 52nd Oscar nomination. Wow. How many wins does he have? I uh, believe he has five. Okay. He's, he's That's a lot won, of nominations. Yeah. He's won the most Emmy or Academy Awards of any of anyone. Well, wow. Deservingly and, so. And I will say this was his last Star Wars movie. All right. And I think, I know it was sentimental to give him the nomination, but I think they should have gone a step further and given him the award. What was that? For which award? Uh, best score, wasn't best it? Score. Oh, best, best score. Best original yeah. score, yeah. yeah. So last night they did a montage of, of movie music uh, and, and how it uh, uh, helped with the storyline yeah. and how it fit in and everything. And then, so they show all these great clips, and then Eminem comes out. And my question is, does Lose Yourself by Eminem represent... Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I'm saying, oh, yeah, he I does because he's of a younger producer, teaches well, I, younger generation. Does it? Is that the best song to represent music in no, movies? No, absolutely. I think not. that the big thing was was when he won, he didn't perform it. Right and no, now, he he's coming back. What, 13, 18 years later? Eighteen yeah. years later. Eighteen years later. Barbara Streisand announced him as a winner, and he didn't even show up, so yeah. he didn't perform it. And uh, so, so come now, on back now. So, so <laughs> I guess what my my thought is that they bring him back because they want to be hip. And right. current, and not that he's all that current, but a little more hipper than, you know. Yeah, Scorsese fell asleep. That was he the did. best part. And, <laughs> and uh, seeing the reactions. Adina Menzel, her face is like, yeah, she's like, what the heck is this? No one had any idea. No, but then did you see how many people were mouthing all the words? Yeah, or singing along. So, and it's a powerful song. When you think of a soundtrack 
winners. It is up there. Is it the best of all time? That's debatable. It just was kind of no. fun. Yeah. It was, it, was an, it was a fun moment, but, uh, and it was, uh, I'll tell you, it was better than some of the other songs that were nominated, the performances right. where there were snoozers. I'm mad right? Marvel got robbed again. You're not I, wrong. I shouldn't say robbed because, 19, again, this is one of those years where 1917 was up against it for visual effects. And I think, okay, 1917 deserves it. But now the fact is that Marvel Cinematic Universe, like Avengers, all yep, those, sure. are 0 for 10. Wow. They haven't won one Oscar. Mm. And you have to, I get their superhero movies and the respect isn't out there. It's growing a little bit. But they haven't won one for visual effects for what they're able to do. And they've done amazing stuff. Endgame was was a game changer. That makes me so mad. It was robbed. A couple of snubs in in memoriam. Uh, Tim Conway, who made a ton of movies with Don Knotts and uh, and others. He's known primarily for television, but a movie actor. I mean, Luke Perry. Luke Luke Perry, whose last movie was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, my gosh. Was it was not included? He was in it. That's right. He was. It was his last movie role. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Jan Michael Vincent, who made yeah. a lot of movies too. And and they only showed their it's names weird. for like three seconds. I know. And they doubled up some of them too, which kind of didn't really make yeah. sense. Yeah. So, what would it harm to add those? Those. I think people? they forgot. I think you go down the list and so, here they go to like three people. I'm sure. Yeah. And they yeah. say, all right, here's your job. Go through in memoriam. And I just think there's so many. Kobe was added last minute to the very Kirk beginning. Kirk Douglas was added Kirk last minute. Yeah. And I feel like they're just going, I totally forgot. And yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you're very generous with I'm you. not <laughs> a Billy, as I call her, eyelash. A Billy but but eyelash. I'm not a fan. And I just found out she's singing the theme to the new Bond movie. Yeah. I think yeah. it would be good. I'm yes. not a fan. She, she, I mean, I love the song. Uh, have Paul McCartney come out and sing it. Well, it was interesting that uh, she took a two-minute and 20-second Paul McCartney, or I should Beatles song, right. really McCartney song, uh, and stretch it out to about eight minutes. Yeah. Or something. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> She's she actually impressed when she did Saturday Night Live, hosted that. Yes. That's that's where I was yep. like, okay, this girl's got something. Yeah, but she was awesome yeah. last night. Yeah. I well, thought. Okay. Uh, the I want to tell you guys, we're so happy. Dave and I are so happy to have you here, but yeah. you, we do not have a two hundred fifty thousand dollars swag bag to give you. No, that's okay. That's okay. We'll that. yeah. forgive you. But you yeah. didn't even have tacos at the beginning. <laughs> do we get to keep Jeez. the cups? Nope. Oh. oh, my gosh. So what do you think? We'll come back, talk Idol and some upcoming shows, and uh, give the details on how you can win a family four-pack to the World's Toughest Rodeo coming up. But first, cool. stay tuned. Let's, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Let's uh, check out a few more highlights coming up at the Schottenstein Center and Nationwide Arena coming up on the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger. The live show you just have to experience. Zach Brown Band, live. The Owl Tour, Spring 2020. With special guest Amos Lee and Pooh Bear and Sasha Sirota. Friday, March 13th, Nationwide Arena. Get access to preferred seating with your city card. Tickets are on sale now. Get tickets at ZachBrownBand.com.
Hey, it's Boxer, host of The Boxer Show, weekday afternoons on 92.3 WCOL. You're listening to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Redelberger. And I don't care what anyone says, Gary has blonde hair. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's not gray, it's blonde. It is blonde. I will. It's it's the lighting. So, American Idol (laughs) Day. American Idol debuts on the 16th. Yes. And uh, it's very exciting. Uh, we've done the show here before. Uh, Dave, we've actually hosted a bunch of American Idol winners and, uh, and, and American Idol artists that have come close to winning. Adam Lambert, of course, with yep, Queen. Sure. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Gabby Barrett with BCS coming up. Gabby has Barrett a, can she, sing. She has a big hit right now in country yep. charts. Uh, I hope it's called. And Scotty McCreary, who I have to say I predict who is going to win on week two Maybe of the live shows. Turn them lights down low. Oh, exactly. Scotty note. McCreary is opening for Chris Young, which we yep. just announced. And oh, what, we have Philip Phillips, didn't he open up for John Mayer? Right? He opened up for John Mayer, and one of my favorites, and uh, you made it happen. I, I got to uh, shake his hand, so which was pretty awesome. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Philip Phillips fan. That was one of my first interviews with the station. Um, Elisa Henry and I did. We got to interview him, do some trivia when he played at J. Lou, uh, up on the north side. Yeah, so I he, remember he that. Yeah, really sure. They did a little cool. thing with yeah. there. Yeah, very cool. So we've had a lot of uh, American Idol performers here, uh, and and of the voice as well. But American Idol is one of my favorite shows. I remember being in Orlando on a family vacation, uh, and we were playing cards or some game, and just looking for something on TV to have yeah. in the background. And it was season one of American Idol, and I've been hooked ever since. Yep. I do you remember. Are, you are abnormally hooked. Let's, let's I, not I, say I that. Am. Because like, there are people who love the show. And, I had no and, idea. And you are no. a monster idol fan. I mean, I was oh, so yeah. jealous of you guys for being there behind the scenes. Because we've met Luke Bryan. We presented Katy Perry. I've never met her. Yeah. Lionel was supposed to be here, but it, it didn't work out. Mariah Carey, it didn't work <laughs> out. Ryan Seacrest, I think. I would love to have the job of a guy that is a producer, a host, a right. radio guy, TV host. Yep. Oh, I, I, it's just incredible. But uh, you guys have actually uh, been behind the scenes. Right. And, uh, yeah, I'm a huge American Idol fan. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I remember watching the first season with my parents, with Kelly Clarkson, and every single season tuned yeah. in. Now, I have, like, a weird favorite idol. Okay. My favorite idol of all time. Everyone says Kelly, love her. Fun fact, going to be on that show. Can't say too much. I know. But, uh, really? <laughs> uh I love David Cook. He's good. You know, I met David okay. Cook last year. He was in uh, Kinky Boots oh on Broadway. Gosh. I didn't know that. And, oh, that's awesome. And uh, so I met him afterwards, and we talked for like five minutes. There are he all these people like there. The coolest guy. Eye contact and the whole thing. He, he was very cool. So that, that was, uh, he, he was great. He's saying the, like, the male version of Always Be My Baby by Mariah Carey. Oh, okay, yeah. And yes. that right. to yes. me was one of the best performances yeah. ever. But yeah, we've gone two years now uh, to the American Idol auditions. It's a little bit different how it works now, basis, because people think now, oh, it's the major cities, like 20,000 people line up and then they just go through. Now they kind of search for the idols, which they, you know, they're publicly telling that. Um, last year it was in Louisville that we sent our Columbus Idol to follow, follow oh, yeah, okay. them, because uh, we have a competition locally with Columbus Radio Group to right. pick a Columbus Idol, they get to go sing in front of the producers. So of course, we jump on that train, get to go mm-hmm. sure. and interview them. And so two years now, we've talked to uh, Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Lionel Richie, and Ryan Seacrest. That's that so is cool. a great segue, producer TJ. We've got a clip of your last appearance at the auditions in, where was it? Uh, DC. DC. In DC. Yeah. And uh, it was a lot of fun. 
rapid fire. Just say who this person is, okay? Got it. Most likely to lose their winning lottery ticket. Luke. <laughs> Most likely to win a dance off. Katie. Ah, Katie now. Most, no, I said Katie. Most, Most likely. likely to mess up on camera. Me. <laughs> Most likely to carve the best pumpkin. Lionel. Oh, good. Thank you. Most likely to take a snack break. Katie. Remember that from last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need more snacks. Wow. I'm Most likely to break in a song? Luke. Oh, you no, kidding me. Yeah, one true. final no. one. Most likely to know what to say after someone shouts, OH! What's OH? IO. IO, baby. Ohio. Uh, oh, okay. I go, uh, 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 uh. That's not how I do it. I go, what's round on the ends and high in the middle? Ohio. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I had never heard that before. Oh, you're kidding me. No. Never. I'm not even from here. Well, you're not either, but. I had never heard what's round on the ends and high in the middle. Oh, no. Absolutely. Yeah, no, growing up, growing up, that was a. I've only heard it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but they're really cool. I mean, both year and then when we went back to D.C., you know, they were super, super nice and they're on a tight schedule. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to see behind the scenes, you know, like everything is down to the minute. Um, but they put on a great production. The production team, you know, they remembered us when we were out there the year before, uh, and they do a great job. And it's so cool to see yeah. how mm -hmm. they put together one of the biggest, if not biggest, singing competition show in history. It's crazy. The people, the crew. Yeah. I mean, they brought in, I think, three tractor trailers full of stuff, like the set, because we got to do uh, one of our uh, things we did was on the actual set where yeah. the people come in and, and try out. And uh, just and then we also got uh, Cameron was sitting where Katy Perry sat and and I was sitting where <laughs> Lionel was sitting yep. and I saw some hand cream down there. It was uh, I can't remember what it was like like cotton fresh. So it was Lionel's. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, but it was fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. It's a great experience and every year and so excited for the new season. Yeah. Kind of how they just kind of change it, keep it updated. And again, nothing. If you're a voice fan, that's really cool. But try to name one voice winner. Exactly. That's now yeah, a superstar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I you don't think it's happened. My favorite one ever was Javier Colon on The Voice, who sang that Coldplay cover, which was incredible. Where'd he go? Right. Nowhere. I can name you a dozen idol singers right now that right. are still doing stuff. Right. We've had some as opening acts and things, but they I don't think we've had any voice participants as a headliner not as a headliner for yeah. sure but yeah definitely you know like blake usually brings one of his yeah. uh, artists along uh, from the voice ray stuff, ray lynn yeah ray, ray lynn, lynn has yeah, been lynn here can, a bunch of she times did bcs yeah right, so that was cool so uh the the new american idol they, they didn't take that long of a break between the on fox original over to abc to over abc yeah. and we did uh, bucket country Superfest a couple years ago and had a chance to uh, talk to Keith Urban a little bit, and he was a judge on the last season. Nice. And uh, asked him, you know, are they bringing back? They had just announced it. Yeah. So uh, are they bringing back Idol just a little too soon? I mean, are people, have people missed it enough to want it to come back? Yeah. I feel like they should have waited a couple years more just so people would miss it. And I want agree it back. with you. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't sure. He, I think he kind of was leaning in that direction, but yeah. he said, I'm not really sure. He's, it, his, I, his I thought it was, it, was, it was a little quick, but it's good. You know, it's good to be back. But I agree with you. I think there might have been more of an oomph because when Ryan Seacrest, he said, Ryan Seacrest out for now. Yeah, yeah. that was a 
that yeah and then, and then you're like okay it's going to be coming back yeah, here yeah, pretty it, soon it will uh, I saw. I imagine you have a photo with Ryan Seacrest too. I saw Edwin's yep, photo with yeah. Ryan Seacrest. I was jealous about that one. I have to admit. I'm sorry. You know, I like my celebrity photos. So the first year, fun fact: when we were in Louisville, Ryan Seacrest and I were wearing the same exact oh, thing. Oh yeah. We were both wearing a green jacket. Why am I not surprised? And I, did, I, I swear I didn't stalk him. I they joked with him. each other. I thought, now, I would have thought he would have matched Edwin. You know? <laughs> so, but no, we were wearing the same thing, and he was such a cool guy. Uh, you know, Like you said, when you meet the people, they're personable. Yeah, sure. They take the time to get to know you. Yeah. They played that game, which was really fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, second year, we didn't match. He was wearing blue. I was wearing burgundy. So I was kind of mm-hmm. disappointed. So I'm really looking forward to American Idol debuting. Yeah. It is so cool that you guys... Uh, were are behind the scenes and seeing what the process is like. Mm. And how many people do you think were there trying to make it onto the TV show? Thousands, easily thousands. There where we were, they think they're like 150. I mean, obviously thousands try out. Right. But where we were, it was like 150 each day. Because this was the second step. Judges. Yeah, yeah right. This it was the second, second step. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any desire to sing? Was there a part of you that was, or that you wanted to get up and you know actually? Well, actually, I actually, actually wanted to, but audition. I'm a little old for that. Yeah, he missed the cutoff by like two years. It was yeah. like 21. Yeah. You need to do America's Got Talent. Yeah. Or they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> well, no, it, I mean, <laughs> it's intimidating up. because be good for you. <laughs> we'll be standing there and we'll hear some of the singers and they're tough. Yeah. I mean, you'll hear a singer that you go, my goodness, that person's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they come out sad because that it wasn't good enough. Oh. It's very intimidating. Well, some of them bet, don't I even bet. get to sing in front of Luke, right. Katie, and Lionel. They have to sing in front of a producer, producer first. Right. Who, what's their background? What right. kind of background do they have? And, you know, our Columbus Idol went, uh, I can't tell you how she did, but uh, it, it's, it is, it's cutthroat. So to get before the judges, you have to go through how many steps? Um, it varies because I kind of, how I said before, uh, contestants are found different ways. They're casted through social media. Someone's got a big Instagram or YouTube following. They'll bring them on and maybe get them in front of a producer, but it's about two or three steps. Yeah. It's like an initial producer or cast, then the main producers, if they say yes, then potentially an executive producer, then the judges, or straight to the judges. Gotcha. I mean, and it's all about the story, too. If they sure. find someone that's got a good mm-hmm. story, they're like, hey, we want you to go ahead because you know, you'll be great for television. Yeah, really looking forward to it. And uh, just tell me, uh, uh, just uh, to, to conclude the American Idol yeah. segment, is Ryan Seacrest a cool guy? Ryan is really you cool. You know, I actually didn't have an opinion of him before I met him. And because he took so much time just to, you know, shoot the breeze with us both, he is so nice. Yeah. Oh, good. Such that's, a nice that's guy. That's what I wanted to hear. Consistent. Both years I've seen him, yeah. he's been super cool. And super remember nice me, guy. Which I'm like, yeah. I bet he's, he's always on, though, right? Yeah. He's one of those guys. Yep, yeah, always yeah. on. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, Dave, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. We're starting to get busy again. Uh, certainly, uh, Blue Jackets and OSU men's basketball, women's basketball, and men's ice hockey keep us busy Ooh, with that. No as far as concerts and special events, it's been a little bit slow, but pick yeah, it up it's, soon. Yeah, it has been. It was kind of a, a slow start to the year, you know, obviously with, with some, some big shows, whether it was, you know, the Corn Show or, or Lumineers yeah. was, it was a blast, you know, it with, the, with, with the, being the third show on the three tour, and uh, we had a lot of fun with those guys. But, yeah, we're really starting to, uh, to heat up, so you want to run down some of the yeah, stuff coming up, that. if that's all right? Uh, Martin Lawrence uh, bringing his... Uh, uh, you know, coming off uh, Bad Boys for Life, right? Bringing the uh, the Lit AF tour February 21st. Uh, following right in the next weekend, we'll hit uh, Winter Jam, the return of that, and uh, World's Toughest Rodeo. World's Toughest Rodeo. Same I'll, day. I'll just interject here. 
with two things. One of the things that the arena guy has been doing for the past six years yeah. is getting an OHIO photo with the country star that performs after yes. the rodeo. And what's extra fun is to see some of these acts that kind of start off as just yeah. kind of starting out who have turned into big stars. The first one we did uh, was Dustin Lynch, yep, sure. who is about as big as they come right now in country music. Yep. Really huge. So we did an OHIO with him. And then uh, we've, we've done them with uh, kind of uh, old-time country stars, Neil McCoy, whose bus just was on fire. No, yeah. I didn't oh, hear that. Wow. It was on the okay. news the other night. Yeah, uh, Joe Diffie, uh, William Michael Morgan. Chris Lane was last yep, year. Sure. He's had like three number ones in a row on the country mm. charts. And that's, that's a great thing with the with the rodeo when it comes to town. Is you also get the chance for that yeah. that concert at the end of the night, and uh, it's it's just you never it's know fun. who you're going to see. Right, Easton yeah. Corbin yeah. this Easton year. Easton Corbin. He's an up and comer with uh, several hits. So I hope to get the OHIO photo to keep that going. Yeah, it's always a great time. And then speaking of country, we have uh, one of the hottest acts in the world in country music right now, Dan and Shay, oh, uh, yeah. March eighth at uh, Nationwide. Followed it up with. A, one of my all-time favorite country bands to see live, Zach Brown Band. Yeah, oh, yeah. That is yeah. March 13th. And uh, uh, always, those guys just put on an amazing show, and, and it's a lot of fun when they come to town. We'll have all the OSHA uh, events, the championships at The Shot, Nationwide, and, and even St. John. Uh, Sturgill Simpson, March 20th. Uh, Nick Cannon bringing his Wild and Out oh, tour, yeah. which was a lot of fun last time. It really was. This time over at Nationwide Arena. It's an MTV show. Yeah. And uh, a guest on Good Day Columbus, he and I were in the green room together. Uh, who's part of that troupe. I'm trying to blink on his name now. Yeah. I should be more prepared. Is it, um, uh, he was on the show live. It's not King Batch. No, it's he, another one of he them. He was at the Funny Bone here at Easton. Yeah. He was in studio. And yeah, Phil was talking to him. Yeah. 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 And uh, we talked for quite a long time. And yeah. uh, he'll be a part of it. It's a really fun. Yeah. It's a, if you like the TV show, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, UFC, as we talked about, yes. back for the first time in uh, over a decade. 11 years. Uh, Saturday night, March 28th. Go, go ahead. No, go, no, no go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, it's, it's Saturday night, March 28th, and, and we've got some, a, a great lineup. I'm going to try to get Matt Brown, who's from Columbus. He'll be, he, he fought in the, the last one yeah. 11 years ago, and he will be fighting in this one. Uh, you met him yep. on uh, Good Day Columbus. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, TJ, producer TJ, I wish you had a mic because I always have trouble pronouncing the guy that. Jorginho? Jorginho Rosenstrike. 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 Uh, the guy did, uh, <laughs> well, some interesting video with him, but also uh, an interview, <laughs> which we will put in the next podcast. Oh, great. Okay. So I interviewed him, and uh, he's uh, ranked number five, undefeated, nine of his ten victories have been knockouts. Yeah. Nice. He holds the record for heavyweight knockout time, doesn't he? Yeah. I think he does, yeah. He was crazy. Quickest. So, uh, yeah. Tickets are going fast for that one, so if you uh, are interested in seeing the UFC, definitely jump yeah. on that train because that is going to be live on ESPN. He uh, predicts that uh, he will be ranked number two after that fight. Nice. Mm. Does that surprise you? He's that a, a big That dude. a fighter is going to predict that? Right if you've never seen him. UFC live in person, I mean, it is, it's an absolute spectacle. Yeah. It, yeah. Is, uh, it is a... Uh, really just awesome athletic event. People come dressed up, too. That's, that's cool. what surprised me oh, last time cool. uh, when they had the event. It's like people came like dressed to the nines. Nice. Like it was a good-looking crowd. Uh, you know, and real quick, come, also coming up, everything from Sesame Street Live to WWE SmackDown, the Friday Night SmackDown returning, Monster Jam, Chris Stapleton, Elton John, Chris Young, uh, Lauren Daigle, Val Beaton, uh, 1975, Buckeye Country Superfest, June 20th at the at the Shoe, Journey, Justin Bieber at Ohio Stadium, August 8th, uh, and You'll be going to that uh, one. Mega death, <laughs> right? So a little bit of everything, right? And what details on any of these, uh, schottensteincenter.com or nationwidearena.com. Absolutely. Uh, Buckeye Country Superfest. It's kind of, it's another show event.
event. Yeah, so they've got some visuals right behind here, us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny Chesney is always awesome. Uh, Florida Georgia Line, always great. Kane Brown is another one of those Such examples where he started as an opening, opening act, and we've seen him evolve. Yeah. And now he's performing at there. music festivals, like alternative rock festivals. Because yeah. he's got yeah. that like country edge yeah. to him. Yeah. He had a hit with Marshmallow, of all people. Oh, wow. And, uh, <laughs> but he's really cool. But then Brett Young has had several hits since we booked the show. And Gabby Barrett, the song I Hope is taking, it's going to be a top 10 record, if not higher. I, it's, it's a great lineup this it was, year. It was good before, but it's really, really yeah, great now. Off. So very good. And again, ShotsteinCenter.com, NationwideArena.com. For sure. Uh, again, uh, next uh, time, uh, the interview with? Jarzino Rosenstrike. <laughs> And some great video, by the way, that you did for UFC. I did. Uh, that it, you were you were sore for a couple days afterwards. A you couple days. Seen him coming up, walking up the steps afterwards. <laughs> Physically, we fought. Uh, so follow the arena guy on social media to see some of that stuff. <laughs> and, did a little wrestling it. with OSU wrestling uh, head coach Tom Ryan, and he made me do things that never I've, I've <laughs> used muscles that I've never used in my entire That's life. You didn't even it took more than a week. Yeah. So all right, you guys uh, have been awesome. Oh, thank Thanks. you. Thank Thanks. you for coming. I feel like we just yeah. scratched the surface. I know. Yeah. I know. I have all these notes over here we didn't even get to. Yeah. Holy we cow. We, get, we have other topics and other things. So you guys will have to come back. For sure. Absolutely. And uh, uh, I want I mentioned earlier that I have a family four-pack of oh, tickets yeah. to the world's toughest rodeo. Easton Ooh. Corbin is the free concert after the event. It's on February 22nd at Nationwide Arena. It's very easy. You, you had to watch and listen to this entire podcast to get the easy way to win. And all you have to do is follow the arena guy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, subscribe on YouTube, and, and uh, what else? Anything. Donate blood. Donate sure. <laughs> sure. I'd rather you follow the arena right. guy. Okay. And if you already have the good taste of already following or subscribing, yeah. oh, send me a note. There you go. Just and that easy. Uh, we will do a drawing, and uh, we will uh, mail these to you, and uh, you get to see the World's Toughest Rodeo February awesome. 22nd in Nationwide Arena. That's a lot is, of fun. It's, a it's great always event. fun. You guys always come out yeah, to do some. It is. Yeah. Fun. See all the 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 dirt. I'm the, I'm wanting them to put him in a clown suit. Oh my gosh! Let the one day, oh, one day we'll do it. I thought he already was. Ooh. Oh, what a way to end. That was good. That was good. <laughs> do you know just one little side point? That <laughs> yeah. dirt that they dump into the arena is the same dirt every year. They, it's a mixture. I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. It's the same dirt. I'm sure we'll talk about yep. it. It's the same dirt. They store it in some small town near Columbus. And the mixture is such that it's perfect for the horses, the bulls, Cutting and all, all that kind nice. of stuff. Right. So it's not, not the know. dirt that we have in our backyards that we plant our tomatoes yeah. and flowers and all that. It's very unique. And every once in a while, and I pulled this off and showed it when I was on yeah. Good Day Columbus, which I'm on the third Wednesday of every month. So check yep. us out, the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, there's a horseshoe every once in a while. Oh, that, wow. that you find, that, and, okay. and I imagine Bonus. there might be another thing or two in there, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it's 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 pretty clean actually. So, <laughs> awesome. so it's been really great having. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for By the way, you want to follow him, Cameron Fontana on Instagram. Yeah, get there. Edwin's on Facebook as yep. well on yep. Instagram and. Edwin Wilson. Wilson. Yes. Yep. Always fun stuff from your adventures in the mornings. Yeah. We Both love of our you. jobs. You know, I know I, it, it shows. I, I really am blessed, I have to say, to work with someone who enjoys doing what he does every day. And, you know, being his, his partner, you know, that's, that's cool. Like I time. said, I could not imagine having one of you on without the other. Yeah. So uh, we'll have you back. Thanks, too. Well, maybe work. next time you'll have some tacos. 
Okay, we'll see about that. <laughs> I don't know if Cam needs them, but that's another story. Hey, I'll eat them. I'll eat tacos any day. <laughs> All right, thanks again, and uh, boy, this has been fun. The Arena Guys Backstage Pass Podcast is hosted by Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Ruttleberger. Thanks to our special guests today, Cameron Fontana and Edwin Wilson from Good Day Columbus on ABC Fox. Executive producers Aaron Thomas and Jordan Fair. Producer TJ Martino. For concert information, go to schottensteincenter.com or nationwidearena.com. And be sure to subscribe to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, including now on YouTube. I'm Dave Rettelberger. And I'm Gary the Arena Guy. Thanks for listening.